friend was broke. She didn't know what to do or where to turn. I'm Nora Ellen. The reason I began this podcast called Women Starting Over is to help women like my friend who find themselves in financial hardship, like divorce, or lost their job or went bankrupt, or maybe, sadly, their husband passed away. You will love these real-life stories of my guests of how they went from being broke to hope to financial success. If she can do it, so can you. Here we go. Hello, my brave, accomplished, successful friend. That is you. How did it feel to hear that? Because that is what you're about. You're not about sloughing off and laziness, playing the victim. Not if you're listening to this podcast. (laughs) This podcast is for the brave, courageous women who are not faint of heart. I put it like it is because you want to grow, change, be empowered around income. You do not want to stay where you are. And I admire you for that. Yes, I do. And I honor you for that. And speaking of honor, I am honored that you listen to this podcast. I really am. And I have some really fun news. We have been voted in the top 5% by Listen Score, the top 5% of all podcasts worldwide, my friend. That's impressive. Of over 2,232,727 podcasts out there, (laughs) we are in the top 5%. I say we because it's you listening to me. It's not just me talking. It's you listening. <laughs> so, And you are literally all over the world. There are sisters out there on every content. Listening, not content. Continent. <laughs> listening to content on this podcast to grow and to increase their knowledge and understanding to come up with a new mindset so they can grow. Good for you. I think that's absolutely wonderful. And you know what? I'm a regular person, just like you, regular. Oftentimes people think, well, the ones that are doing these podcasts or doing the YouTube and they're on the social media and they always look perfect and they see all the best things. That's not quite reality, though. Any of us have the same things going on in our lives like you do. We have to embrew ourselves. We don't just wake up in the morning looking like sleeping beauty. (laughs) So that's reality, my friends. And as women, we often do the comparing, which is disastrous. Don't you dare compare yourself to anyone else. It's kind of like a a death. They have their strengths, but so do you. And they have their weaknesses. There isn't anyone alive that doesn't have something they need to change. People they might have hurt, mistakes that they have made. 
Don't idolize other people. I notice here in the United States, we do that quite a lot. We idolize musicians, movie stars, and they're also just regular people. What they happen to do is more visible than other people are. So remember, don't you compare. These are part of Nora's Nuggets. I started to jump into Nora's Nuggets. (laughs) I thought I would call them that. Nora's Nuggets. Because there's a lot of things I want to share with you. Not all of them are on the same topic. And this is an unscripted podcast as I have shared with you before. I notice it's very interesting which of the episodes I have that tend to have more downloads. A lot of it has to do with the titles. It's an art to know what to title each episode. And every week I need to come up with something new. I don't use professionals. I just call it like it is. Listen in. Don't even look at what the title or the description is. Just listen in. Get some gold nuggets, Nora's nuggets that are going to be on every single episode for you. And there's some that many of you are listening to again because you're going to hear it differently each time. Yes, you will. One day it'll be like, oh, that's cool. I don't remember that. (laughs) How about this? Watch for opportunity, not obstacles. Be ready to ready, fire, aim. (laughs) Sometimes we are overthinking, trying something new, changing something. When you just need to start, just start. I have a little sign in my bathroom that says, just start, because I am a thinker. And it's better to just go for it because we can't identify everything that can go wrong. We have the word anticipate in our language because there's some things we can't anticipate. Yes, that's right. Opportunity over obstacles. Keep your eyes on opportunities. Look for opportunities. Think about opportunities. Let that be what's on your mind. Which leads me to today's topic. I want to talk about the five elements of change. It's always good to know how can we change? How do we change? How does change occur? You're listening to this episode because there's something you want to change. And I'm guessing because you want to be empowered around money, business and income and wealth. So you can be better at your job or business owner, become an entrepreneur. And some of you, even without a college degree or formal education, that can happen. That's my goal in this podcast to help you become more and more adept at earning money, leaving a female legacy for your children and grandchildren, helping those around in your community Because what is earning money? Earning money is about serving people, plain and simple. It is just plain and simple. You're either serving your people at work with the company that you're in, serving your clients, customers, or patients. Those are the three kinds of people that are coming to any kind of service, product, just like that. The first element is awareness. 
that you even have a problem. Recognizing something isn't right. Something's wrong. And being able to admit it. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. That's what my little granddaughter. uh Uh-oh. So cute. Little toddlers. The way they always go. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. First, there's an uh uh-oh. Be aware there's a problem. At that point, my friend, don't judge yourself. Don't criticize yourself. Don't pick yourself apart. Just be aware. Just notice, observe. Oh, look at that. Isn't that something? (laughs) Because you can change it. That's the wonderful thing about noticing something needs to change. Something's wrong. No big deal. That's normal. And good for you that you were able to be aware and notice it. That's the first thing is to be conscious, conscious that there is a problem that you want to fix, that you want to change, that you want to tweak. It could be minor. It could be moderate or major. Nothing is staying as it is anyway. Things can change. You can change what you are aware of. Awareness is the biggest first step. Now you know. Now you see it. Now you hear it. Now you feel it. Step number two. Figure out how did you get there? How did that originate? Where did that start? Where did things go wrong? You don't even have to think, where did I go wrong? Don't you dare think that. (laughs) Where did things go wrong? How could I have done things differently? I am a bottom line person looking at the roots because the fruits tell about the roots. And again, don't pick yourself apart. Don't criticize yourself. Don't put yourself down. No one is perfect. Everybody makes a mistake. Remember that. Everybody makes mistakes. You want to just figure that out. Maybe journal about it. Okay, this happened, this problem, this issue that I need to change, that needs to change. How did this happen? Where did it come from? How did it originate? Where did things change or where do they need to change? That's important to know. So you can kind of backtrack and go back into history because you kind of have to think and understand how did you get there so you know what to tweak, you know what to change. Number three, disconnect from it. Disconnect yourself. Disassociate from the thinking, the actions that got you there. And believe me, it began with your thinking because what we think is what ends up forming our attitudes. What you think about something, what story do you give it? What meaning do you give it? The situation. And if you have this problem that needs tweaking, changing, etc., something you're now aware of and you know where it started or how it originated, What do you need to do so that the truth comes out 
and tell yourself, thank you for sharing. Thank you that I understand now. Again, look at this as something positive. To uncover something that is wrong, needs changing, tweaking, that's great. Good for you. That's humble. That's smart. That's intelligent. Don't be proud about it and try to hide it or skirt around it or minimize. Just face it, friend. (laughs) Face it. Do yourself a favor. Because, again, we all need to change something in our lives. So you tell yourself, thank you for sharing. You're going to get to the truth. You're going to separate yourself from what you are seeing that needs changing. Don't take that as your identity. Just look at that situation as, okay, I can do something about this. And be excited about it. Accept the challenge. That's how we grow. (laughs) That is how we grow. Number four, renew your mind. Start thinking in new ways. Create new mental files about the situation. Recondition yourself to look at things differently. How can you now make changes and move forward? Not looking back. You see how you got there, but okay, from here... This is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to look at it. This is how I'm going to think about it. This is what I'm going to listen for. This is going to be my new view of what needs to have happen. Keep your mind there. Keep your mind right there in that place of truth. Again, don't pull yourself down. Celebrate that you've gotten this far to start disassociating whatever habits they were, whatever plans were in place. If there's a change in the people you have hired and you need to do that, address it head on, lovingly, kindly, patiently, well thought out. Don't just jump in. Don't panic. Be very thoughtful about it. Strategic, In intentional. Be intentional. Building these new mental files and reconditioning. How you look at things, thinking about it, and yes, you can do it. Number five, stay with it. Stay with the new path, the new way, the new strategy. Stay with the change and celebrate it. Celebrate yourself Celebrate this kind of success. It's very successful to know something's wrong. Be aware of it. Figure out how you got there. Disassociate and disconnect and then renew your mind. Renew your mind. Recondition yourself. Have a plan. New habits. And be excited because you know what this means? Things are going to get better. (laughs) This is a good kind of discovery in your life when you recognize something's wrong. It's a great discovery. (laughs) This is one of the best discoveries you could ever have. (laughs) Because before that, you didn't see it. You weren't hearing right. You were not recognizing. Celebrate. 
yourself and break off the old stuff. Break it off. There you go. The five steps and elements of change. Awareness, where to come from. Disconnect, renew your mind. And celebrate the changes with new habits, strategies. There you go. You can do it. Yes, you can. What is one thing right now that maybe has kind of been in the back of your mind, something that's kind of been bubbling up that you've been shoving back down? You don't want to face it. You don't want to think about it. Is there something, my friend? Stop and think about it. I think this is really important, and I'm even asking this myself. It's a good thing to know what things to change, but being aware and, and allowing things to come up forward. And also, too, let the people around you speak into your life, even if at first it hurts. Now, I'm not talking about abuse, okay? No, this isn't about abuse. This is the people that we love, the people that know us, the people that support us. And if they bring up something that maybe we're blind to, we all have blind spots, just hear them out, ask questions, thank them for caring about you enough to bring up something. And remember, you're okay. You're still precious. You're still wonderful. You're still loved. You're still special, even if there's something that you need to change and do. I know my kids bring up things to me sometimes. <laughs> I'm glad they have. I, I have changed because I have a wonderful daughter in love. I want to be supportive of her. And I have changed. I have made sure I'm intentional with building her up, encouraging her, strengthening her, being there when she needs, and don't interfere. Get out of the way. Find out what she needs from me. The way I look at it is I'm the adult. She's an adult too, but I'm the older adult. <laughs> I should know better. <laughs> Let people... Constructive, constructively criticize you. Be brave. Be courageous. Maybe even ask, hey, is there something you see that maybe you wanted to say to me, but you're scared? <laughs> you think I'm going to be hurt or upset? And that's a really brave question. I think it's one of the bravest questions we can ever ask someone. Is there something that I'm doing that you think I need to change to make our relationship better? Our company better? How about that question? <laughs> and maybe you need to ask yourself that. It's, it's a beautiful thing, my friend. We need to look at change differently, tweaking our lives differently. Yes, we do. That was a Nora nugget there for you. And if there's something you want to bring up, to somebody else, you love them, you see something's going on, maybe they have no idea. I always think it's better to pray about it first, pray for them, <laughs> that, that God would help them and help them see what they need to see or, but also understand the history of that person's life, their background. It's easier to criticize sometimes than to build somebody up. 
And there's a difference between constructive criticism and destructive criticism. There is a difference. And the delivery. Are you choosing the right time to bring something up? How's your heart? Is your heart right? Is it just for that person and helping them? Or is there something you want to get out of it? Make your life easier. (laughs) And that's okay, too, as long as it's good for the other person. And to communicate, always start with something affirming, a compliment, building up. But make sure that is the norm in any relationship that you have, that you are loving, kind, patient, supportive. You listen, you do eye-to-eye contact when a person is talking to you. Don't you dare be on your phone or your iPad or even watching TV. Give them your full attention. Listening to somebody is the most beautiful gift you could ever give because you are valuing them. Value what they think. Value what they feel. It's really important. Don't pick apart what people think or feel. Don't pick it apart. Listen. Ask questions. Help them process if you think their thinking could be tweaked. But be a person that the norm in your life is building people up. I think we have to plan ahead depending on our personality. I do. I plan ahead. Okay, I'm going to meet my friend for lunch. All right. Now, Nora. Let's make sure we leave her feeling better about herself and more love than before the lunch. (laughs) Because we can tend to be so self-focused. Sometimes it's more natural to be self-focused than other people focus. So plan ahead to build up your husband, your children, your coworkers, your employees, your neighbors, besides yourself. Be a builder, not somebody who tears down. So when that day comes, when you do want to bring up something, they can hear you because they feel loved. They believe you truly care about them and learn to affirm first, share what you think the struggle is and maybe a solution, but then ask a lot of questions because sometimes You can ask people questions and they can self-discover what you're maybe trying to bring up. It really is an art, I think, and doing what we call discovery listening, which I have mentioned before from a wonderful book called Can You Hear Me Now by Dallas and Nancy Demet. I think that's one of the best communication books there are out there. They talk about discovery listening. It does take a lot of patience and a lot of skill to be asking the right questions to help you understand somebody and make that your goal, that you want to understand them first before bringing up the criticism. Constructive, right? Constructive. (laughs) Done lovingly, smilingly at the right time, with the right motives. (laughs) And let that be your regular mode of communication. All right, turning my page in my little notebook. How are your affirmations and declarations coming over your life? You're reading your list? Did you go to womenstarting.com 
to the resource page and download the declarations, affirmations I have there as an example of what you can say over yourself. There's enough negativity around us that you have to douse yourself with a lot of affirmations, declarations and decrees that you say out loud over yourself so your subconscious can hear it and your lovely mind can hear what you're saying and coming out of your mouth. It's a physical thing too, which actually can go down to the cellular level because we hear enough negative things every day that we need to build ourselves up, bring the change we want because there is something powerful saying, I can do this. I am this. I am that. I am accomplished. I am successful. I can take a company public. I'm improving in my business. And wonderful things like that. Yes, my friend, be sure to speak over yourself every day. Thank you for tuning in. Since we're one of the top 5% of podcasts, (laughs) you're the ones and the one that is helping make this successful. I hope you enjoyed the last episode with Cindy Lay talking about her businesses, especially the Kenyan one. I asked her after we were off the phone, which I wanted to ask her when we were on the recording, the women that she mentioned, Judy and Helen, I asked, are they Americans living in Kenya? She said, no, they are actually Kenyan, which I thought that was really great. She said she thinks that they tell her their names are Judy and Helen because of their, they are more American names that we can understand rather than maybe their Kenyan names, which might be hard for us to understand. Our ears are funny. When we first meet somebody, if it's a name that we're familiar with and whatever culture we're in, we can kind of hear it. But if it's another culture from another language, sometimes it's really hard to understand. I really pay attention when I'm meeting somebody for the first time that has an accent in saying their name for two reasons. First, with the accent, it's pro- it could be a little difficult to understand and it's possible that their name is very different than what I've heard and I'm, I'm training my ears now listen and then I'll say to them could you spell that for me <laughs> because for me I will hear it I'll picture it because it's important for me to remember their name the next time I see them remembering people's names is so important don't you dare ever say to people and declare over yourself I am really bad at names. People say that. Why would you want to say you're really bad at names? Because your mind heard that now, your subconscious, and it's you're going to make it true about yourself. I don't ever say that I'm bad at names. I say, what a great name. And maybe you ask them, well, what's the meaning behind it? Or how did you get that name? Get to know them. And according to the book, How to Win, how to win Friends and Influence People, How to Win Friends and Into influence people. It's a classic. We're told in that book, and I'm trying to remember who wrote it. I think it's Dale Carnegie, but 
I, I don't remember. I just remember the name of the book, classic, How to Win Friends and Influence People. When you meet somebody, you repeatedly say their name as you're talking to them and you think about it. You think their name. You think, okay. And then that's how you remember. So don't say, I'm bad at names. What you're really saying is, in a way, I'm not going to make it important enough to remember your name. Ouch. Ouch. Really? You can remember people's names. Just like you can remember other things that are important to you. Make it important to you. You can do it. Don't let your mind go in what I call the zombie zone. (laughs) That's what I call it. The zombie zone. Where you switch off because you're more conscious about yourself than the other person. Learn the person's name. Even if you have to write it down. Ask them to spell it. Say it over and over. And have a conversation with them. Leave them feeling feeling very built up and encouraged by you. So they will want to see you again and and meet you again. They'll remember you. They might not remember your name though. (laughs) Even though, don't you want them to remember your name? I think the book said, if you do see someone and you don't remember their name, what you say is, oh, hi, it's good to see you again. My name is Nora. We met before. Can you please tell me your name again. I really want to remember it. And that's what you do because they probably don't remember your name, possibly. So you say, I'm Nora. (laughs) And okay, so there's some Nora's nuggets in, in meeting people for the first time. Thank you for tuning in. You can follow me on Instagram. Follow Women Starting Over on Instagram. My website is womenstarting.com. It's not womenstartingover.com because that website dom- domain was like $3,000. And I thought, yeah, no, I'd rather spend that on something else. Womenstarting.com. Go on there, get your affirmations. Bye for now. Well, my friend, thank you for letting me be with you today. Please leave a review so that women that need help can find this podcast. I am Nora Ellen, your host. See you next time on Women Starting Over.